Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Professional sleeper. Yep, I think I've trained enough to do that one. Yeah, I'm very good at that. Uh, dog food taster. No, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's for me. I don't really know what flavours dogs like apart from um, poo and dog food. I don't really want to eat either of those. Not very helpful. Ostrich babysitter. Oh, how hard could that be? Or oh, I suppose you can't. How would you tell them to go to bed if they have their heads buried in the sand? That's going to be that is going to be tricky. Oh, hello there. Oh, sorry, I hadn't seen you arrive. I was very busy working out what I want to be when I grow up. Uh, you might be thinking, Tiernan, you've grown up already. And I would say, how dare you? I am not a Huffety Guff officer. Sorry, grown up. I am appalled that you would suggest such a thing. I may be ancient, but I am not in any way grown up. I am just an old child. That's right. And as an old child, I am just as sick of people saying, what do you want to be when you grow up? As you probably are, because I don't know. I haven't grown up yet. There might be amazing jobs in the future when I have grown up, if I do. Like, you might say, I want to be a bus driver, but then you'll grow up and there aren't buses anymore because it's the future and we'll all travel everywhere on robot dragons. And also, everyone always thinks that you might say the obvious jobs. Like, I want to be a doctor or I want to be an astronaut or an astro one or an astro two or astro three. I think it just keeps going like that. But then if everyone does all those obviously important jobs, who's going to do all the other ones that we need? I mean, who's going to babysit ostriches? Who will do the job of checking people with beards aren't just people with hair standing upside down? Who will turn the internet on every day at 6am? Who will do the job of asking every bird where they're flying to and if they've packed their bags themselves? Who will make sure that all toasters have a setting that burns the toast even though no one ever wants burnt toast? Who will get the coffee? Linda! Linda, are you getting the coffee today or shall I do it again? Linda? Where is Linda? Who is Linda? I guess I'll have to get it again. So look, yes, I'm just researching other jobs that I could do when I grow up. Um, Oh, in Japan, you could be a professional queuer. I'd be very good at that. Uh, Oh, wait, they mean queues as in ones you stand in, not queues as in short for questions, which is a shame, as this show would have made me very qualified for that position. Um, Hello, listeners, and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from... (laughs) ...to... And everything in between. I suppose I already have a job, really, don't I? Which is doing this podcast and reading all of your brilliant emails and reviews. Uh, And I do like that job, so I suppose I could just keep 
doing that even when I'm, I've grown up. I don't know if I want to be as silly because you know what grown ups are like. Um, thank you for everything you've sent in. But as you know, because uh, I always say it every week, if you have any questions that you want answered or you have any own made up jokes you want me to read out on this podcast or you want to get in touch about anything at all, then make sure you ask your Hufferty Guff officers, I'm sorry, grown ups, to help you email us at podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk. If you want to enter our competitions, we're a free subscription to Britannica magazine, uh, which is it's excellent. And like this show, it answers questions such as do wolves howl at the moon or do ducks quacks echo? Uh, but, you know, it answers them properly rather than my answers, which would be only when they stub their toe in the nighttime. And no, it's just that lots of ducks like to stand near each other and repeat what the other one says. So it sounds like echoes, but it's actually just copy ducks going quack, quack, quack. Right, that's what they do. We've got three six-month subscriptions to Britannica magazine to win, and you've got till June the 30th to send in the funniest or weirdest facts that you know, and you could win one of them. Uh, it is just for UK listeners only, I'm afraid, but if you live elsewhere on Earth or in space, then you can also send in your fave facts anyway, and I may well read them out too. But wherever you are in the world, though, you can order a Radio Nonsense or Stinky Hippo t-shirt from our Comedy Club for Kids store, where we also sell our brilliant book on how to be a stand-up comedian. And you can check out our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Hmm. I'm just thinking about it, actually. After all that, maybe when I grow up, I should be a podcast hosting, joke telling, t-shirt selling, question answerer, finderer. And then I wouldn't really have to train in anything else. It'd be really easy, wouldn't it? What do you mean there's no evidence of my aforementioned skills? How rude. Well, what about this here question answerer that I did do finding? Hmm? I am very excited that on today's show I am joined by Ola Labib, aka Ola, who always wins the Tombola. Ola, the world's cheese greatest, and of course, as they know you in Georgian, to March Klepli Placeri. But of course, all of our listeners will know you for extensive campaigning to make all pairs of socks odd, so it's the matching ones that'll be weird, your five Grammy Awards for being nice to five people's grandmas, and of course, most famously, for breaking the record for the world's shortest skydive when you successfully jumped off the lowest step with a parachute. Um, Ola, it is a joy to have you on the show. How are you doing? I'm good. I love how you rhymed my words. I usually get Ola, the queen of Tombola, Ola, the mm. owner of Crayola, Ola, oh, the inventor of, of solar panels. Yes, yes. Is that And do you own Crayola? Is that, you know, because that's quite a, a good business. You know, lots of our listeners love Crayola. So if you do own Crayola, I think they'd be quite excited about that. I allegedly own Crayola crayons. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, well, I'll, I'll keep it. I obviously don't want to get into any legal issues <laughs> by confirming or denying that you own Crayola. But, I, but I, you know, I know that a lot, of, a lot of our listeners out there, that some of them might be a bit old for it, but definitely in their, you know, a year or so ago, they would have been using Crayola. So you, you're even more of a hero to them than you, than you were when I just introduced you for your incredible uh, tiny parachute jumps. So that's t- Tombola, Crayola. And what, what was the last one you said? Solar. Panels. Solar. Well, I mean, all of those things are quite like who who doesn't love a tombola? As I discussed, lots of people like Crayola and solar panels are, you know, very good for the for the planet. You should. That's quite a nice range of of things to be associated. Thank you. Oh, and Coca Cola. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose depends on uh, your v- views on Coca. I mean, I you know, it's the children's <laughs> podcast. I don't want to promote sugary drinks to our listeners, even though they all drink them loads and go completely crazy, but. <laughs> You know, I suppose it depends on how much you like Coca-Cola. How, how do you feel about that one? I don't like Coca-Cola, personally, oh. but they've used my name in it. So um, I've got to show some support. So drink sugar-free drinks, kids. <laughs> there is The bonus of Coca-Cola is it does, or, or any fizzy drinks, it makes you burp horrendously. And that's, you know, 
That's good. There is a plus point. Yeah. Oh, that was a. You can burp that on That was you. weak. That was weak. Okay. As we go along, it will build up. I'll just um, rotate my hips a little bit and build up the gas. And as we go along, <laughs> I'll let a few go. Is that? Hang on. So, so I, I've, I've discussed this on a podcast, but I can't fake burp, and I've never been able to do it. And it's always been a, it's been an issue in my life, especially when I was at school. I was the one that couldn't do it. Is your your technique is to rotate your hips and start it sort of from the bottom and and push it up, and is it works it... its way up like a lava lamp. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's an amazing technique. Wow. Oh, that was. Thank you, thank I you. That was am, only four hip rotations. That was only four hip rotations. So as we I go am... along, I'll be rotating and talking, and then the big, big bang will happen. Oh my goodness! I am so excited, and I'm, I'm I'm really sad that this is uh we, we should talk about it. it's an audio podcast, so that you know no one's going to be able to see the incredible movements you're doing to get this. It's it's quite a technique, and I and I think it's it's proper expert level. It's, it's, it's my, you, can't, you can't hear my hips, but it's going. It's like a whirlwind, like rolling up. Is this something you're just naturally good at, or have you? Is this is like do you take classes to learn? Because this looks like a sort of very specific skill, and I, I, you know, I've not seen anyone uh, do that before. I'm wondering, have you learned it? Are there special books? How do how does someone learn to to render burps in that way? So I used to hula hoop, right, and. I feel like whenever I, I used to feel whenever I did really well at hula hooping, by the time the hula hoop drops, I let out a massive burp. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> so the more I hula hoop, the more I burp. So then I started to put two and two together. Mm. And I was like, so I'm thinking of competing, if it exists, in a joint hula hooping and flatulence competition. Because I would win. Yes. yes. I... I, that needs to exist, and and you're making me really think because there's a lot of um, I know you don't do hula hooping so much in the Olympic gymnastics, but they often do ribbons and other things that move hips, and and often all the sort of dancey bits. And I think what's missing from that is at the end when they do a kind of lovely stance that they don't just let out a huge burp. I think that would be that would be beautiful. Really, I think I think I think I definitely think the views would go up in the Olympics yeah. if there was a lot of bodily gases involved in it. <laughs> I really think kids' audience would skyrocket. Like, imagine yeah. Usain Bolt running the 100 mm. metres and at the end he does a massive fart. Are you telling me kids wouldn't watch that? Well, you see, I they would. I I, I want to... I do wonder, you know, do you not think he farts as he goes along and that boosts his speed? Because, because obviously a burp would send him backwards, but if he knows to fart while going forwards, it could be like a sort of propulsion boost. You're right. But I feel that when you're running, you can never let out a big fart. It's like lots of yeah. small squeaky Little ones. Like... ones yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. And also they always have to wear really sort of tight uh, clothes in the Olympics. And I think we'd really notice if like his shorts just sort of bubbled up. It would be a bit horrible. Yeah. So maybe you have to, for the sake of the show, not fart while you're running. But yeah, but I think maybe at the end, I've won big fart maybe that's how it needs to yeah and also it's not fair because that he's really fast and there'll be people behind him and depending yeah. on what he's eaten <laughs> yeah that's true that's sabotage actually, like people will be, and then you have to like really when you're running you have to take deep breaths breathe in through mm. your nose and out from your mouth so can you mm. imagine people running behind him as he fucks like, <laughs> 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 be 
you get disqualified. Because I think there are so many rules in the Olympics and I think they'd probably start having to test you to see if you'd had really like really fart creating food like have you had beans right you're out of the races tomorrow you've been banned you've been banned for a year you know have you had some really spicy food no (laughs) right you're out like it's just gonna be like a tick but you have to eat the blandest rice and (laughs) that's the only way you can run you know what maybe that's how you say bolt one because he owns a caribbean restaurant and they have like really spicy food they have rice and peas so that's the food that he said he likes We've oh just goodness. solved the conspiracy. Wow. I would I would love it if we need to start a full there's gotta be like a documentary or we can do one of those investigative podcasts where we look into we we have to analyze every video and work out where it is he farted, look at the people behind him, how they react. Their facial expressions. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Talk to them, make the interviews. Yeah. Or the only way to prove that he doesn't is by putting a belt around him that has a small lighter hanging from the back. So every time he farts, it'll be like a blowtorch. So every time he blowtorch, you know that the um, person who's in charge will be like, stop, we know you farted, you're out. I, I love this idea. My worry is if the bad smells were difficult enough for the people behind him, suddenly a huge flame would be even worse for those running behind. Imagine being in second position and going, ah, ah, and then suddenly you would be set on fire by a fart. And and I think that would then ruin their chances at future Olympics as well. You know, so that's that's my only worry. With that. Usain Bolt, we support you every step of the way. Congratulations for all your goals. <laughs> we're, not, we're not here to judge your bowel habits. We're not no, here to judge no. your gas. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, it, it doesn't even need to be said that this is not a slander to Usain Bolt at all. I think he's amazing, but you know, everyone, you know, you just have to wonder if. If you're an expert at running, maybe you're an expert at farting. Do they help each other? You know, it's it's just it's just the things we have to work out in, in life. You know, I think so too. Yeah, I think so. And everybody yeah. farts. It's normal. It's natural. Yeah. I know that there's yeah. um, whole conspiracies that certain people don't fart. I've spoken to people that have said, "No, I've never farted in really? my life," and I'm like, mm, "You're farting from your mouth at the moment." So, whoa, that's a slam. I mean. Is yeah, is that how they? Because if they think they've never fought in their life, do they just sort of inflate? Like, do they? Are they just sort of? Do they just become like a balloon? Yeah, I guess it, it would be like a. Again, it would be like a lava lamp because if it doesn't go down, it must come up. Yeah. Oh, it comes out that way. It just slowly releases through your nose and ears <laughs> for the day. Yeah. And, and people are like, oh, what's like that smell? Yeah, just... coming out of your ears. <laughs> and that's why yeah, people I mean... who don't fart, they should never play Chinese whispers. oh no because imagine whispering in someone's ear and as you're whispering this gas comes into your mouth that taste of cow pat you'll be like yeah this person never farts that is horrible but they make such good sort of like double agent spies because people would want to give them secrets and actually you take out the person giving you a secret with your ear farts (laughs) so there's like you know (laughs) I think there'd be skills. It's it's all these. I think with all these things, all these things that we do, there's always ways to you you know to make them useful. Like we're talking about, you say you say about with running. There's if you had ear farts, there would be a way. There would be a time when I think, you know, that would that would uh, you could use that for the, for the powers of good. <laughs> Imagine if it came out of your eye. 
Oh, no, stinky eyes. Would I that be like the, um, that'd be like the, oh, I don't know. If any kids are X-Men fans, we all know who Cyclops is. Now, imagine yeah. instead of having heat rays that burn and blew up <laughs> coming out of your eye, imagine if he farted out of his eyes. I think he would have won a lot more battles with that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, he would have done. I mean, I I always, I always had a worry about Cyclops because it was every time he opened his eyes, he shot lasers. And you think, like, how did you do an eye test? You know, like, you know, and you have to read the eye test charts and you're like, can you read the third line? It's like M, W. And it, it would have just like so many people would have just been zapped by accident because he's gone to get an eye test or, you know, I just worry about those moments. They blacklisted him. But, th- yes. but then I'm glad he doesn't fart out of his eyes because I bet his glasses would be steaming up all yes. the time. Yeah, and then you and wouldn't it sting? It would sting to fart out of your eyes, wouldn't it? Like, like if you ever, I I accidentally burnt something the other day in our oven, and I opened the oven, and this like big thing of smoke came out, and it stung my eyes and made me cough. And and I thought like if you'd fart out your eyes, it'd probably be, wouldn't it feel the same? Oh, the plot thickens. What is the temperature <laughs> yeah. of farts? Uh, I mean, this is amazing. We've already had. I feel like we've already unveiled some of life's deepest and most important questions and indeed answers. And I think some of the kids should comment on that. How, what temperature do you think your fart is? I would assume it would be at body temperature, but then if you're in a hot climate, does that make your fart Yeah, and also it depends. Again, I think it depends on what you've eaten. I I like eating hot sauce that's so hot it's, um, it's dangerous. And and I think that that definitely increases the temperature of farts. And I think if you were to only eat ice cream all the time, then you would have like cool farts. Or you just fart out ice cubes. Yeah, you could be like an air conditioning system. (laughs) (laughs) See, people don't, we need to recycle more and and all these sorts of things. And people don't think about using, um, you know, uh, farts as air con uh, through... um, specific eating habits are you going to move in with me through the winter because that means you're going to be my radiator then (laughs) i'll provide the hot hot sauce you provide the heating (laughs) that is that is how we save on turning the heating on in in our home absolutely absolutely Oh, this is wonderful. Well, um, Ola, it's it's great to have you on the show. Um, how how I, I didn't ask you how you are. Are you are you well? Aside from all, you know, these obvious important uh, investigations into farts, and obviously the many um jobs that you have with Crayola, Tombola, um, and uh, oh, and the solar panels and Coca Cola. Sorry, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I can't leave off all your titles. Yeah, <laughs> all my achievements. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm very good. I'm 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 good now that um I've relieved a lot of my um gas to be honest. But yes, I'm doing oh, good. fantastic. Good, good. I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased. It's it's very it's very nice to have you on this show. Um, I've got some very important questions that I have to. Well, I've got a very important question that I have to ask you that has been sent in by a listener. Um, but before we get to that, uh, I have to. Uh, what. I mentioned earlier, this is an audio podcast. So um, I say this every week, but our listeners, I think, listen with their ears. They may also listen, you know, they might listen with their bums, their knees. I I don't want to, we don't discriminate how people want to listen. It's it's up to them. Um, But I just wondered, because it's an audio podcast, if you had a favourite noise uh, that you might like to share with us. (coughs) 
it is, it is I, I'm, right. I shouldn't be so, surprised. So, so I've, I've, I've started now, so let me just get my um, noise ready. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, brilliant. That was wonderful. Right. <laughs> So that wasn't that wasn't for the listeners. That wasn't Ola's favourite. That was for me. Sorry, I, I did. I'm sorry, She's... I didn't. I didn't mute my mic on time. No, no. But there's no need to mute your mic. I think again, we we've been discussing the need for you know how farts aid performance, and again for you to make your favourite noise, you've got to get the excess out the way first. Is people people don't understand like um you know like 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 we're comedians and, and actors do it and singers do it they have to train their voice and some people do it in different ways some people go la 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 or or they do all those funny facial things and and i guess you know some people need to just kind of get the farts out and then that's the right i've kind of warmed up or cooled down it depends on your obviously what you've eaten we've been through that and then you're you're ready for the i was ready for it okay my favorite noise whoa That's an amazing noise. That's an incredible noise. And, and, and can you tell us what is what what is that noise? What does it mean? So when we celebrate, that's the noise we make. So I've just farted, so I've celebrated it. It's such a brilliant celebration noise because I don't I don't think you could ever think that noise was unhappy. I've had a few tortoises make that noise, so I'm assuming that they'd be happy then yeah what were they doing at the time like what were you you weren't like stepping on them or anything were you i'm just checking it was you know the tortoises were in a well they weren't given their lettuce no they 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 hadn't been given their lettuce yet so maybe for humans it's a happy noise but for other creatures it's a sad noise well that's upsetting to know but then you you also don't know were they your tortoises? Were they tortoises you've you've known? Are they sort of the general neighbourhood tortoises? You know how 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 were you in the vicinity of these tortoises? Oh, I think I know because they've been eating lettuce all day, every day. Mm. So that day, I didn't give them lettuce; I gave them steak. Right, right. So maybe I assumed they were vegetarian, and you should never assume anything of anybody. But True story. Turns out. They were meat-eating tortoises that late that liked fine steak, and I gave them steak that day, so they made that noise. Well, they, I mean, that, that's what I was gonna. Yeah, say it's it's a, a noise of joy. No more lettuce. I get to eat a steak because you know, for all we know, we we assume tortoises are vegetarian, but in the wild, they might want to eat meat, but they're too slow to ever catch it. So there is like, I'm going to eat a rabbit today. Oh no, oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, yeah. Funny. By the time they thought about the rabbit, yeah. the rabbit's gone. <laughs> There's every chance that tortoises are the biggest meat eaters on the planet, but they just like they just can never get get there. And you imagine they give like they give a cow like a nip on the leg, and the cow will be like, "I'm off." And the no, come back. Um, oh, oh, oh I'll eat this grass. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you're you're helping a frustrated uh, tortoises achieve their dreams. We need to talk to slow animals more often. A little birdie told me that snails love spicy chicken wings, but they can never get right. it on time. No, that would be really hard. And also, often they're in a box or in a container. Snails aren't particularly good at getting in those 
sort of things. Because they don't have hands to lift up yeah. lids. Yeah, they've only got that. I, I learned that 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 whole bottom bit of a snail is one foot, but it's also got their tooth on their foot. And you think, well, like, so you, you can't ever buy a pair of shoes because you're always wasting one. That would be really annoying. Yeah, and then that you is... want to put shoes on because your tooth's there as well. So you have to take your shoe off just to like it's got to be annoying being a snail. Yeah, it must be because snails also have them. They're the creatures that have the most teeth ever. Apparently, really? yeah, I'm sure my mum told me that fact. I think uh, no, kids, double check this, but I'm pretty sure that snails have the most teeth, and they run all over or something like that. Wow, I mean, I I just want to uh, I should just say that if your mum told you, it's definitely true because that's exactly yeah, how. Yeah, because mums never lie. No, exactly. Lie. No, exactly, exactly. That is, you know, we've got to get that straight. I don't want to be sort of uh, spreading rumours about mums not telling truths on this here podcast. So if your mum told you, it's definitely true, hundred percent, hundred and twelve percent. And um, but they've got the most teeth. Like, so that's... if you ever see a snail, give it a toothbrush. Yeah, they don't want food. They don't want water. They want a toothbrush because toothbrush come in packets. Snails don't have hands. They can't open the packets to get the toothbrush. So if you want to do a snail a favour, give it a toothbrush. Do you do you think because because obviously they've never been able to brush their teeth before? Do you think that's why they've always slimy? Because like if 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 you've ever like uh, I don't know if you've ever had a day where you've like forgotten to brush your teeth or something, it's happened. I'll admit it. And then your <laughs> teeth go kind of gunky and slimy, and it's like, oh no, this is disgusting. <sighs> but snails are like and slugs, they've never brushed their teeth, so. That's probably why there's just always this slime everywhere because they're like, uh, stinky yeah. teeth. It's it's not natural slime, kids. It's halitosis. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Poor snails. And that means they can't, because they don't have hands, they can't hold the toothbrush to brush their teeth. Does that mean they have to like just crawl on top of the toothbrush and then reverse and just keep <laughs> like running laps, just running laps yeah. on a toothbrush? Yeah, yeah, which I mean, it'd probably be quite tickly as well. I'd have thought it's going to be a bit scratchy. A bit scratchy. It's not going to be fun. Yeah, it's like it's... someone with no hair brushing. It's like my my dad's bald, so it's probably like him brushing his head with a hairbrush. Yeah, yeah, that feel. It'd be quite nice if you had an itchy head, though. Oh, I bet that would be heavenly. Be yeah, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Oh, just I... give you a bald head and scratch with a hairbrush. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm always jealous. I've got hair now. I quite um. Hello, hello. Go. Yes, I'm coming over and I'm bringing a brush. <laughs> that's so exciting. I I, um, I, I just have to like. I have to bring up something you you said earlier because you said a little bird told you about snails and I I didn't know you were able to talk to birds and I just I if I'd known I would have added that to your accolades as well. Why and did I, I not mention know, I'm so- it? I'm too humble. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just I'm sorry that I, I didn't know I didn't include it. And you know, I don't wanna I don't want people to not know that about you if that because that's quite an incredible thing to be able to, to do. Yes, um I speak it's it's only one bird though. Oh right. Okay. It's the same okay. birdie that brings me the same news. But in actual fact, I I have to admit, I don't speak bird. That right. bird speaks english and that's how i communicate with them oh wow oh mm-hmm. wow okay well that's quite yeah handy that's it yeah and just that one 
I wonder what I wonder why that one bird decided to learn another language. Is it, I mean, fair play to it. You know, why not? Why not? Probably quite useful. Yeah, I think I think I think the bird was hatched or born in Buckingham Palace. Right. So it wasn't surrounded by any other birds inside. It was only surrounded by mm. humans. So it didn't pick up bird language. It picked up human language. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I could see. I mean, that's, that's yeah, it's got to be quite a tough life for it because you think on one hand it could be like, can I have bread, please? And it would like it would know to ask for like, um, you know, fetch me that worm or whatever. I don't know what, but I don't really know what birds chat about. I, I've never really <laughs> spoken to one, but, but I, you know, but then at the same time, hanging out with other birds would be really tricky because they'd all be doing their lovely morning song and that bird would be like, la, 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 oi, everyone. And they'd be like, this is, you're horrible, go away. Like, yeah, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's what morning, I wish that's what bird song sounded like every, every morning. <laughs> good morning good morning it's great to stay up late that'd be brilliant wouldn't it i'd love that that would be uh yeah birds need to change their tune That's, they yeah. do indeed yeah wow wow well well thank you for your amazing noise um that was i i love that i love that incredibly happy happy noise unless it's Oh no, it's happy even for tortoises. We did clarify that, didn't we? Yeah, we did yeah. indeed. So it's I, I'm not even going to attempt to recreate that noise because I don't think I can make it. But I, I thought it was fantastic. And um, and and the other question I have to ask you, of course, is that this is a family friendly podcast. It's suitable for all ages you can possibly imagine. Can Can you imagine an age? Uh seventy-seven. Yeah, that that one. The, yeah, it's, it's fine for that one. I'm just I'm just saying, it's any age you can imagine, apart from one hundred. Long story. I talk about every podcast. It's not worth me going into, but apart from 100, it's suitable for every possible age you can imagine. So 101 upwards, fine. It's a long story. You know, just 100, 100 year olds have really, they really annoy me. And they, they constantly, they've got enough stuff going on with their letters that they get. You know, anyway, it's a long story. But for every other age, this podcast is suitable for them. So I just have to check. Um, Does that mean know, I can't listen a... to this podcast? Because I'm 100 years old. Are you? Are you? Yeah, I'm 100. Oh no. Oh, I didn't. Oh, maybe I've made a terrible error in. Abort mission. Abort wait, mission. Wait, hang on. Hang on a second, though. Hang on a second, though, because you're not. You're doing the podcast, but it doesn't mean you're going to listen to it. Oh, so I can do it, but as long as I don't listen to it, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's, it's basically, look, it's just, it's just. And I, and I apologize to the listeners. They've heard me talk about this far too often. It, there's been a lot of. You know, I haven't heard any complaints from you, but a lot of 100-year-olds seem to think, well, I'm 100, I've got three numbers in my in my age, I can do whatever I like, everything's made for me. And it's like, no, you've already got your letter from the Queen and you get all your other, you know, everyone, oh, you're 100, right? You know, this podcast for everyone else. I just sort of think, you know, they... they there's a, I, I, You're 100 and I know you haven't... Well, I haven't received a letter from the Queen. I'm, I, I'm actually the first 100-year-old who wrote a letter to the queen whoa whoa that's well you did that's pretty amazing what does that worry me oh dear queen where's my letter (laughs) (laughs) that's great and by the way i know that bird that grew up in buckingham palace and he's a mate yeah exactly and he's the birdie that told me the queen said she's not writing you a letter so i had to write her a letter yeah wow well good for you well look listen i mean there's also always every there's an exception to every rule so obviously i would allow you to listen 
I mean, hundred year olds could listen to this. I'm I'm not able to turn up to their house and stop them using. I don't know what what they listen to on a gramophone, probably. But I'm not able to turn off their gramophones in their homes because last time I tried, I got in trouble. So so I'm not able to. So you know, I couldn't stop a hundred year old listening to this. I'm just saying that kind of it's not suitable for them, probably on account of how many times I, I complain about them. But suitable for all other ages. No, any, look, look, Ola, for you, you can listen. Your 100 is fine. What I was going to ask is that it's suitable for all other ages. So I just went to check if there are any rude words you weren't going to be saying on this show. Combobulated. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, my goodness. No one. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're not going to say combobulated. Whoa. That is, I think, <gasps> one of the worst no! words that anyone would ever say on this show. I can't say it. The no. word that must not be mentioned from now on. You can't use the word I just said. Wait, and which one? Sorry, which one was it? Combobulated. Oh! Com- right. Well, no, please don't say it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'd forgotten there. I had to ask you, but I won't say combobulated. If you don't say combobulated, we'll make sure no one says it for the rest. Because it's quite horrendous. I think we'd get all the complaints, actually, apart from 100-year-olds, <sighs> obviously. But, you know. Because they're not listening, yeah. Because they're not listening, yeah. And and they'd probably like it if they did listen because awful but you know but thank you for not thank you for for not saying compobulated uh awful awful word um and and listen so this is the most important uh this most important bit of the show this is the reason i've, I've asked you I mean, it's, it's lovely to have you on the show to discuss um you know all the science about farting and races and and, and tortoise steak enjoyment but the real reason i've got you here is we've been sending this question and i realize i'm reading this question we're going to come to an issue with it which is perhaps a I'm really going to have to eat my words now, but let me read you this question. I think you'll like it. Hello, I am Elliot. That's not the question. This is my question. See, he prompts it. It says, hello, I am Elliot. This is my question. Where is my pizza? He's he's put an exclamation mark at the end, so I thought I'd read it like he said it. And then he put afterwards, also, I am a 100-year-old. Ha, ha, ha. No, Elliot, no. Well, I hope you're not listening to this answer. It's outrageous. You can write. And I didn't say you can't write in. I just said you can't listen. This is awful. So I thought that you purposely wrote to every pizza place in the planet and told them not to deliver any pizza to 100-year-olds. So there's your answer, Elliot. No 100-year-olds are allowed pizzas because of this podcast. No, whoa, whoa, hang on. I, you know, I did write... And I'm not going to deny that I wrote that letter to all the pizza places, right? Because I was having a particularly angry day and I had a particularly annoying email from a 100-year-old that day and uh, called, um, yeah, called Susan. I'm not going to, I don't, I shouldn't really give her name. <laughs> She's particularly annoying. All right. She'd complained a lot. So I, I did write to all, I was like, well, I'm going to write to all the pizza places. But a lot of them wrote back saying, this is an absolutely ridiculous suggestion we sell pizza to whoever would like pizza. We want nothing to do with your stupid campaign. You're an idiot and you smell and you've probably got stinky eyes. They, they were quite rude, actually, these pizza places. So so I'm, I can't take credit for, I don't, you know, I don't think I can help. I, do, I don't think that's the reason for Elliot's. It's a good, you know, I, I you are a hundred year old. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, that is the truth. But from my point of view, I don't want to take responsibility for Elliot's pizza going missing. Well, Elliot, have you checked under your bed? Oh. Oh. That's a good suggestion. Because I tend to hide things under my bed. And because you're a hundred-year-old, maybe you forgot that you hid it under your bed. 
So maybe wow. you need to check under your bed, Elliot. Wow. Because wow. I know it was under your bed. <sighs> because I took it. I did. Whoa. Plot twist, I took your pizza, Elliot, and I ate it, and it was delicious, and I felt combobulated when I... <gasps> Oh my goodness, Ola, this is all the revelations. This is outrageous. I didn't expect this is I didn't expect the podcast to have revelations like this on it. I didn't expect you to have taken that wasn't I when I knew that you were the best person to answer this question, I didn't know it's because you took the pizza. Unbelievable. Was it nice? Oh, it was delicious. And I felt the cheese slip and slide down my tummy. And you know what? I hulooed like no tomorrow afterwards. And do you know what happened? No, a pizza burp. Unbelievable. This is outrageous. I mean, well, but it's also, I mean, I'm really impressed. I, I don't know how you, how did you know to find a pizza? Is it, hang on, it's, it's something you just made me think about. Like pizzas are perfectly shaped to fit under beds. Yes, they are. Is and Elliot has a round that? bed. Oh, Yes, he does. He has a round bed. Right. Is it that in he... slices or just one? One Because that would be really hard to sleep on. <laughs> like You keep falling off. Your, your bum would get stuck in the middle bit and it would be really uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, Elliot's bed is in slices. Right, right. See and it's you, not Elliot. just his bottom. Sometimes he wakes up and his head's wedged between... Oh, and that man. explains why. I don't know. Where I'm <laughs> <laughs> it probably explains why he didn't see you take his pizza because he had his head wedged in the in the what would be the stuffed crust, probably the pillows. I'd have thought on the bed, and uh, and he, unable to see you take the actual the actual pizza. Exactly. Sense... Exactly. Yeah. I just hope that that pizza was under his bed all night. I really hope those toppings were olives and not anything else oh no oh that's it did they taste like olives or you um they tasted a bit methane-y yeah i'd i'd be very if you, does, does elliot have a pet rabbit or you know do you have to worry about that well these olives were probably the size of a small rabbit Oh no! That's well. That's that's horrendous. Can I, Ola? Do you do you regularly take pizzas from other people's like just homes? Is that something that you do? I take pizzas. So I live down the road from my parents, and um, there are times where I feel particularly lazy. Mm. So I've got a spare key, so I tiptoe all the way down the road to my parents' house. Tiptoe, tiptoe, tiptoe. I open the door. I go into the kitchen, and whatever's there, I take it. And Twice in the week, there is always pizza there. So I got good practice in taking people's pizzas from their own homes. So wow. taking it from Elliot was a piece of cake because he's a hundred year old. So by the time I went in and I took it, he was only just waking up. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is amazing. I, I should also just uh, listeners um, taking stuff from your parents is not stealing. That's that doesn't count. It's absolutely. Oh no, it's, it's a requirement. Grown ups, yeah. If you which your grown ups that you live with taking stuff from them, that's absolutely that's absolutely allowed in every possible way, whatever it is, especially pizza. Um, so I can see you got a lot of practice in, and 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 
Yeah, I mean, it's is is it is Elliot the only victim of your your secret pizza thieving? Oh, there's a few kids listening to this who are victims of my pizza stealing. Unbelievable! Wow. So any kids who've had pizza stolen, please write in, and I will tell you if it was me or not. <laughs> wow. Wow, well, that's that's amazing. I mean, I, I hope it is you because if it's not you, there's more than one person out there going around, and, and none of us will feel safe with with our pizzas anymore. None of us will feel safe to keep our pizzas under our beds like we all do every day. Um, the, the only way you can be safe from my pizza stealing is if number one, you use vegan cheese. Whoa! Or you put anchovies on your pizza. Ugh. Then I won't be stealing your pizzas. Do you know, I've always wondered why people put anchovies on their pizza. And that must be what it must be as, as a security device. And that makes a lot of sense now. That makes absolute sense. That's why you do it. Because it's got to be the only reason you'd put anchovies on your pizza. Do you eat pineapples on your pizza? I don't. I don't no. I mean, I eat pineapple, not on my pizza. I don't, I don't know why you'd. No. Okay, I will super seal your pizza if it has pineapples on it. Yum, 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 yum. Goodness. So now you've fallen into my trap. I will never steal a pizza from you because it doesn't have pineapples on it. Amazing. Elliot's had pineapples on it. That's why I stole it. This is amazing. So thank you for your security. You've given some great security tips. And I worry that by giving us and Elliot those tips, you're now going to run out of pizza. And then, you know, I, I don't. You're going to be quite hungry. I'm going to have to start eating salad. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be like those poor tortoises, years of suffering. That's <laughs> very sad. It's very sad. But but at the same time, I, I don't... It's tricky because I don't want to condone your pizza stealing, but at the same time, it's really impressive. And I, I don't really know how you do it. I think I'd... I'd clearly sort of sneak around, fall into things, fall over, land in the pizza. You know, I don't, uh, it's often dark at night, um, depending on, you know, where you live. You live on the sun, it's not, but, but everywhere else tends to be. So I, I think I'd mess it up. And I, I, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed with your expertise. Thank you. Thank you. It's taken years of practice, but thank you. Thank you. Well. Well, very impressive. Well, Elliot, I hope you're, I was going to say, Elliot, I hope you're happy with your answer, but I don't know if you will be because, um, you basically you basically had your pizza taken away, which is yeah, it's sort of hard to know. But then maybe there's some closure. You know, he might have thought that it had just vanished or been uh, sort of uh, like I don't know, zapped by aliens or something. But he's got he's got proper closure. He knows where it's gone, and sometimes that's what we need. I would give it back, Elliot, but the form it would come back on is probably no. not something he'd want to eat. And I'd say if you return that to under his bed, that would actually be worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. I'm asking, I'll ask on behalf of Elliot, please don't return his pizza to him. That is, that is horrible. Wow. Well, thank you. What a roller coaster an episode. I feel like I, I can't believe the revelations that have come out on, on, on this week's uh, Radio Nonsense. And, and, and Ola, thank you for, um being so honest with us uh and uh <laughs> and 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 for joining us and and can i ask i know you've been just sort of rotating your hips throughout this episode is are we are we due uh i don't want to force it but whoa uh, wow. no, but i burped twice three times so 
You only yeah. got, that was a third of the hip rotations. Well, that's it, because you did one before your favourite noise, so I worry you sort of di- diluted it. But, but, you know, that was very impressive. And I, th- I thank you for, you know, th- 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 these things normally you do training for, you'd kind of build yourself up to. And, you- and you've it's rude to just ask someone to do it for the show. So I'm I'm, I'm really grateful that you did. And, and, and Oh, you're most welcome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, have you got an exciting day ahead? Are you doing more sort of burping or just um exercising my hips um and cleaning and and those two the same things pretty much yeah yeah pretty i i I suppose so uh yeah but i mean if you've got stolen pizza everywhere you know i guess you've got to you've got to clean i've got to uh, clean i've got to clean i've got to hide the evidence Absolutely. Well, well. Thank you. Uh, good luck with the cleaning. Good luck thank with you. the exercises, and thank uh, and and thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Were you going to be any Thanks so so much to Ola Labib for her superb knowledge, burp rendering, and question answering wisdom about Elliot's pizza. Um, Elliot, I do hope you are happy knowing that Ola has indeed eaten your pizza, and you definitely can't have it back unless you're you. It's going to be disgusting. Um, it's always good to have closure on these things, though, isn't it? If you have a question that needs answering, then do get your Hufferty Guff officers, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast.comedyclub4kids.co.uk and send in um, anything else you like, really, especially your favourite weird and funny facts before June the 30th if you'd like to enter the competition to win a Britannica magazine subscription. Grab a T-shirt or four billion of them at comedyclubforkids.store, which ship to anywhere in the world except the top of Mount Everest, so I'm very... Sorry if you live there. I mean, it's just an effort, isn't it? You know, it's quite high up. Um, and you can find out where you can see us live at comedyclubforkids.co.uk, which also won't be on top of Mount Everest uh, because you can only do that show when your career has peaked. Uh, and as you know, uh, I don't even know what my career is yet. So how can it have peaked? Oh, wait, hang on. I've worked it out. I've worked it out, everyone. Woo, this is exciting. Right, when I grow up, I want to be a professional shouting by person. What do they do? Well, let me show you. Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. It's the end.